0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, November 10th, 2021, and this is day 1341 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you and praise you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you for being our Abba Father. Thank you for being the creator of all things and that we honor you and praise only you. I thank you so much, my Lord, for equipping us through the power of the Holy Spirit and through the blood of Jesus Christ, who died on that cross and rose up victorious over death, hell, and the grave so that we could be reconciled back unto you. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to go forth and fulfilling the purpose that you've given us for today. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. And I ask that you will speak today. Let it be all about be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. today's message is jealousy kills jealousy kills we're going to be coming out of acts chapter 17 i mean chapter 5 verses 17 through 33 acts chapter 5 verses 17 through 33 and it says then the high priest and all his associates who were members of the party of the sadducees were filled with jealousy. And they were jealous of Peter and the other apostles for the people rallying unto them because they were loving the message of Jesus Christ and they were being healed and being delivered and set free. And these Sadducees and leaders uh, were very angry, but most of all, They were filled with jealousy. So verse 18, they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. (laughs) Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. See, nothing, absolutely nothing can disrupt the flow of your purpose. Whatever God has for you to do, he will not allow anything to disrupt that until it's time for you to go to be with him. All right, we can get stagnant on our own, but you notice how he sent an angel to release them from jail. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts as they had been told and began to teach the people. When the high priest and his associates arrived, they called together the Sanhedrin, the full assembly of the elders of Israel, and sent to the jail for the apostles. But on arriving at the jail, the the officers did not find them there. So they went back and reported, we found the jail securely locked with the guards standing at the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside." On hearing this report, the captain of the temple guard and the chief priests were at loss, wondering what this might lead to. Then someone came and said, look, the men you put in jail are standing in the temple courts teaching the people. So they weren't in hiding. They weren't trying to escape. They were fulfilling their God-given purpose. At that, the captain went with his officers and brought the apostles. They did not use force because they feared that the people would stone them. So jealousy also brings about fear. You know, the root cause of it, I believe, stems from fear. Fear of not being accepted, fear of not being good enough, fear of being put down. So, you, you know, not you, but in general, we get jealous of those who seem to be doing exactly what we like to be doing. The apostles uh, were brought in and made to appear before the Sanhedrin to be questioned by the high priest. We gave you strict orders to teach in, to not teach in this name, talking about in the name of Jesus, he said. Yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Again, speaking about Jesus. They're speaking only truth, and they're taking it uh, as though, uh, I guess, that they're talking about them directly. Maybe so, maybe not. But it was that from that group of people uh, that did have him uh, put on the cross and hung and killed on the cross. But it was all part of God's plan. Verse 29, Peter and the other apostles replied, We must obey God rather than human beings. Please take heed of that. We must obey God rather than human beings. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on a cross. God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and savior, that he might bring Israel to repentance and forgive their sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey Him. When they heard this, they were furious and wanted to put them to death. We'll end there. I encourage you to read on. It's really powerful. Um, but yeah, so they they were so full of jealousy that they wanted to put them to death because they could not stand the truth that the apostles were speaking. So point number one, jealousy is an unhappy or angry feeling of wanting to have what someone else has. Satan was kicked out of heaven, along with a third of the angels, because he was jealous of God. He is no equal to God, but yet he's trying to try to put himself on the same status as God. God created him, (laughs) and yet he's trying to take over. No, it doesn't happen like that. That is why he was kicked out of heaven. So now he and his demons, fallen angels, are here on earth uh, and trying to create havoc and division, everything they can to keep people from serving Jesus. One of the evil an evil king murdered babies when Moses was born because he was jealous of the Hebrew people and feared they would overtake him. Another evil king was jealous of Jesus, so he ordered all baby boys to be killed around the age of Jesus when he was born. Jealousy is an evil spirit that the enemy uses to disrupt harmony, peace, joy, and to rip out the love of god so see the love of god is paramount and when we have the love of god all these other attributes of god follow along with it you know uh, peace joy kindness gentleness faithfulness uh long-suffering you know patience patience uh, which is patience uh self-control all of those things are uh, part of the attributes of our lord are you jealous of someone or of what they have are you experiencing jealousy from someone else jealousy point number two can be lethal if we don't deal with it right away we we may all experience it for at at some level Uh, Even, you know, when we're kids, teenagers, I I see it so much in the schools uh, where, especially with girls, uh, they're jealous about a new girl that entered the school and people are liking that person. And the next thing you know, a group of girls want to fight her or uh, based upon the way she looks or the way she dresses, they're jealous. And so they want to harm her. And it's amazing how it brings about harm or even death. Uh, it was uh, there were times when, you know, rumors were spread and someone was jealous of of another girl because she was dating a boy that the other girl liked. And then a bad rumor was spread to ruin that girl's reputation. It It is so uh, profound uh, in the schools and even uh, where we work, you will run into it on a regular Basis. But we as believers must know how to uh, guard ourselves uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit from the results uh, and the residue of jealousy. And we must, te- must teach our children the same thing. As it grows and festers, it creates bitterness and hate. Uh, it can put you in a revenge mode. God said revenge is his. I'll never forget working at a place when I was like 21 years old. And one of the older ladies there, and when I say older, she might've been in her 30s or 40s. <laughs> Back then, anybody was older when you're in your 20s, right? Or when you're in your 20s, period. And for some reason, she just started disliking me and I didn't know why, it treated me very bad and cruel. And I didn't even understand why. And, and being a young person, my I didn't know Jesus yet either. And uh, my number one thing was, hey, let me get in the mold of protecting myself here. So I started bringing a knife, uh, yeah, which was really dangerous, right, in my boot, carrying a knife in my boot because I felt like I'm going to have to defend myself here, you know, so it, it created this revenge or you know this fear factor where I felt like okay now I may have to inflict harm upon her because she's trying to harm me you know and I'm so grateful that uh God um intervened there because he said this is not what I would have you to do I didn't know him yet but something changed and I I got away from that job I was no longer working there um something better came along for me uh it creates unforgiveness, which puts you in an unforgiven state by God from God, because if we don't forgive others, we're our sins are not forgiven either. so when we're in an unforgiven state, then that's a very dangerous place to be because in order to be with the Lord, we have to be forgiven of our sins. So that puts us in a very serious situation uh, of not uh, possibly not being with the Lord for eternity, but yet being in hell for eternity. So we must not take that for granted. Forgiveness, it creates division and makes people have to choose sides. Uh, and and you may not even realize it or know why. I'll never forget there was a there was a split in our church many years ago uh, when I uh, at uh, the first church I had attended and was there for 28 years. Well, near the end of that 28 years, probably around year 26, there was a split, and it, it the root cause was jealousy. Uh, was you know, and and I and it was something the enemy uh, uh, planted, and each party felt they were that they were right, uh, and and it, and it created. I don't know the whole story, so I just know that you know being on the other end of that it was it was horrific and many souls were lost because of it we were locked out of the church by the board members at the time and the board members felt like they were doing the right thing to protect the church members and uh there were some things that they discovered that the pastor was doing uh and the pastor said he was doing nothing wrong and we were all members locked out of the church Could there have been a better way of doing that? I believe so. Uh, But I know so much more now on how to strengthen and build relationships and how to work things out through restorative processes and having conversations and um, sitting down and strengthening those relationships. But that wasn't happening then. And a lot of the people that used to go to the church uh, got caught up in the world system and never went back to church again. And still to this day, uh, I see them you know, in places where, you know, marriages are broken up, someone's messing around on their spouse. It it just got very, very ugly. And so that is a very detrimental thing that can happen uh, from jealousy. Uh, Jealousy counteracts unconditional love. It's all based upon conditions. What can you do for me? What can you give me? Uh, Manipulation. You must act the way I want you to act. Uh, But I've got some good news for you. There is absolutely, absolutely nothing that God cannot heal, that God cannot deliver you from, uh, that you cannot be freed from. There's absolutely nothing. All we have to do, and and y'all, when I say this, it is one of the most simplest things we could ever do, and that is go to God and say, please help me. Say, Please forgive me, Father, for what I have done. And if you're on the other end of jealousy, you go to God. Please help me, Father. Give me what to do. Give me the strength to go forth and, and counteract it and, and, and to lean on you. Uh, and actually, Lord, you do the work <laughs> and that I obey and do what you say. Because in obedience to God and counteracting jealousy, It might be showing that person love. You know, it might be having a conversation with that person. So it's all about trusting God and being obedient to God. If you're the one that's jealous, repent. Ask God for forgiveness and ask him to fill you up with his love. He will do it unconditional love, and go forth and begin to do what God would have you to do, and one of those things may be to apologize to all the people that you harmed and hurt. If you notice in the Bible uh, so many of the people that were set free from bondages, one of the first things they did was went back and repaid the people uh, what, what they stolen what they had stolen from them, uh, or it's time to apologize. To them for the the hurt and harm uh, that we inflicted, and sometimes not even knowing that we are doing that. So God says, "I love you. I love you just as you are, just where you are. Come to me." He doesn't force you to. So it's up to you. It's your choice to go to Him and ask Him for His help, and He will do it. He loves you that much. I'll never forget my mother telling me about a story at her old church many years ago. Uh, about a group of women that were jealous of her. First of all, they were jealous of her because they, she married my stepdad and uh, my mother had never belonged to the church. He had been there for years and they all wanted him. He was a good man. He had a good job. He had good principles of Christ. He he lived according to the word of God, uh, you know, m- for the most part. And uh, he wanted someone uh, that got a w- a wife, that God would bless him with. And when he met my mother, he knew she was the one. And he taught her the word of God. He brought her to the new church and the women were furious. And so uh, they were also furious because she uh, began to know the word of God. And and in their Sunday school class that her and my dad taught, uh, they would challenge her. And she would say, well, this is what the word of God says. And she didn't, he had no idea that these women Uh, disliked her. And so one day they invited her to a luncheon that that one woman would give or something like that at her home on a yearly basis. And uh, my mother was excited because she wanted to be a part of the group. And she said, okay, I'd love to come. And uh, one of the ladies pulled her to the side and said, she doesn't really like you. She just wants you there just so she can make a mockery of you and make you serve everybody. She said she was going to do that. Now, now get this, y'all. These were women in their 50s, uh, 60s, and, and, and older, you know, um, 40s maybe, but, but it doesn't matter the age. And so my mother found out, when they, my, my mother found that out, she was heartbroken and hurt and in tears and told dad, my dad about it, and, and he said, go anyway. Take your apron with you. See, that's how God'll do it. And and God was speaking through her husband to let her know that. And and that's what I'm saying. If you're on the other end of jealousy, it's gonna be some things that God'll have you to do that you may not want to do. And at first she was hesitant, and then she said, Okay. And she went and she had her mind set on giving her all, serving. And the woman did have her do all those things and uh, cleaning up and doing all that. And give me this. Give me a refill. I need more water. I need more juice. Uh, Lois, go do this. Go get this. And my mother went and did it and said, okay. And after everyone left and it was all over, the woman that had the jealousy spirit was broken. She began to cry. And she apologized to my mother and said she really was what she intended. And because of the love of God that was in my mother that poured out onto this woman, she was able to repent and uh, get things right. And and, and I thought that was just so powerful. First of all, that my, my dad saw that, you know, this is what you need to do in the spiritual realm. This is how you counteract this. And that my mother yielded and did it. And that this woman was set free because what the enemy was trying to cause blew up in his face because of that. And that woman was set free from that jealousy. Ooh, look at God now. What about you? If you are going through that, it is your time for deliverance. It is your time for freedom to, to be free from that spirit in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for total healing in the name of Jesus for anything that anyone is going through, if they're on the receiving end or if they're on the perpetrating end of jealousy. I thank you, Lord, for those who are wanting freedom, that they receive it right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate right there. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Men And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, J A C K I E B like boy U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.